gentlemen, your host for tonight's show. You hear that? I'll break it off your I'll break it over your head. Ladies and gentlemen, you're a real crumbum. See, these guys are all the same. Yeah, so you want to do something goofy to start us off? <laughs> <laughs> I was at um I was at this flea market yesterday and uh I I resell stuff online and whatnot. Is but it for I, the pod? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wait, let's see for the pod. <laughs> well it's all for the pod. This week we have <laughs> Ryan Rins from uh local comedy. We met him at Soul Joel's open mic, but he does tuned up. He hosts there. You hosted there recently, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he hosted it. Tuned up. How was that? It was a good time. Good. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of lot of lot of fun. Right. We had some fun there. Cool, man. Blast your socials out real quick before we forget. Uh, we got uh Ryan Resell. That's my uh Instagram. You can find it pretty much everything there. Comedy clips coming soon. Uh then you got the podcast, Tough Times. Um we haven't shot in a while, but hopefully we get back in the saddle soon. Okay. You know? a little persuasion cool. of the co host. Right. Who do you do that with? Uh, Ms. Bahawk. He's Ms. got Bahawk. some cool stuff. Yeah, he's a cool dude. Cool, cool friend of mine. I was best man at his wedding recently. They just got married. Congrats. And, uh, Congrats. Congratulations, man. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they were fun. Uh, yeah, he's a fun time. I've known him since, like, third grade, so we we have a good time. He used to do comedy way back in the day. He He's done Joel's a few times. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Uh, cool. Well, yeah, we'll, check. well, let us know when you... Uh... Get back on the of course, course yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll promote. I'd love to. I'll have you guys on as well. You know? Nice, yeah, man. Tough times two. That's the one where I do it with other people because other people are having tough times uh, too. Right. You know? Okay. Nice, nice. Uh, I see what you did there. Well, see, this, you know, we have you know, com- comics, 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 to comics, com- comics yeah, to comics. For now. Yeah. Sounds good. But you were saying, ah, uh, yeah. So I was at this flea market and I um I resell things, but um. I unloaded the car and then it got a little cold, so I was sitting in the back seat of the Rav Four there, and uh, I was sitting on this like plastic. Well, it wasn't plastic; it was metal clamp. This thing sliced my ass open. Ooh. Oh, dude, cut <laughs> this long through the sweatpants somehow. Man, didn't rip the sweats, but it cut me, and now I have to like be careful how I sit. Watch how you it'll, sit. You know, yeah. it'll. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, I dig it. I dig it. It hurts, man. Oh. There's like some kind of like. Not an insult, but like threat that says like I'll put another, I don't know, like put another hole in your head. <laughs> what kind of threats are you getting, bro? <laughs> People sliding. I'll into rip DMs. you a new one. I yeah, heard that. Go, yeah. yeah. Okay. Rip himself a new one. That's yeah, true. That's true. Yeah, I knew it was something. Don't make me the weirdo here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a thing. <laughs> don't make you the weirdo. You do a pretty good job. I'm, there, I'm excited for your guys' uh, dirty show. Oh, uh, yeah, oh, cool, yeah. man. Thank I you. I saw that Appreciate flyer, that. man. I was like, hey, yeah. that's, gonna be, that's a fun little lineup there. Yeah, Ryan Foster is funny as shit. Uh, he's a cool He's a cool people, man. Yeah, you met yeah. him before? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, uh, out in the city. What's cool about Ryan was, like, I, I've probably done a handful of mics with him. Not over, like, ten. Right, right. But he's like, I've talked to him a few times. But the one time I was just going to Helium uh, just to watch another comic in the second round. And I was like standing on the street corner, and he walked up to me. He's like, "Yo, Rins, what's up, man?" I was like, "Oh, hey, <laughs> Ben, cool. man, yeah, yeah it's, it's real cool. cool." Yeah, he uh, was on the seven. I did a seven for seven at the Dome at Soul Joel's in May, and he was on the lineup. Oh yeah, that night, and I was like, "There, just every comic I've met up there has been from open micers to like." pretty big headliners mm-hmm. always just really cool as shit yeah that's what like I, it, it's all about and like even like some of these younger comics i've been hanging out with lately 
they've reminded me of the key fact with comedy is like just have fun and everything right. comes with it you yeah, know? yeah and yeah. like so I, i've been like having more fun with it and like more fun comes from it you know right yeah yeah yeah. riffing a little more than going up with solid well material. even just like in the hang you know yeah just having fun with the hang the hang is like 90 yeah. percent of it almost you know yeah sometimes up soldiers well now we've been getting up kind of late which is a good thing i mean 27 8 30 comics sometimes but when we were getting done a little earlier sometimes outside of the restaurant there you know it'll be like 12 guys standing in a circle yeah. and, and women a couple yeah. and it's like yeah that's what it's all about it's just you know bullshit and then oh, yeah yeah man but uh where did you very first start doing your doing open mics like where was your first one it was on this bar in philly it was um this place called uh patty wax i think it was the patty wax mic mm, i don't know <laughs> Patty Wax sounds familiar. That sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah. Ellie Summerling, I think, was running it at the time because uh, the original guy had a kid. Mm. I can't remember. Matt Himes. Okay. He's he's a pretty, pretty good comic. I mean, he was one of the first comics on the scene that I would watch him do comedy. I'd be like, well, like, right, that's yeah. pretty cool. Like, right. He's got a good cadence on stage and whatnot, even though we're just in a bar. Yeah. That, and the bar... That bar wasn't shaped very well. It was shaped like it was like a giant U bar in the middle, and it was like kind of long. So like the people in the back, they couldn't really hear you. Mm. So like you're battling that. They had TVs and whatnot, so you're battling that. Right. But it was like a nice solid bomb and a nice bar. Please <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. shut the fuck up. The fills are playing. <laughs> yeah, it was like that. But it was it was like. And then it was just like the grind. The grind began. Yeah, you do grind. I'll give you that. Ryan will do Soul Joel's, and then you'll hit the road. Yeah, and head down the city sometimes. Yeah, to go do. I've uh, been trying to do. Yeah, you do a couple double ups. That's kind of fun. Right. And it's yeah. like it's kind of funny how it all works out because like you're doing the double ups of the open mics, and then you're like, <clears throat> man, one day maybe I'll get the double ups of the shows. Yeah. Just recently, uh, what was it? Last Saturday. Uh, I was on uh, the Joel show there, uh, Late Night Laughs. Oh, late, late, okay. Nice. Cool. And then, Yoder's late Night Laughs. Yeah, and then somebody else had hit me up, and they were like, yo, man, you want to do like a little guest spot over here? And I was like, oh, man, I'm already like at Late Night Laughs. I don't know if I can make both work, because they started at the same time. Uh, so then uh, the following week, I mean, this upcoming week, I have a show on Friday, and then I at late night laughs though i bumped into another comedian and he was like yo man like you're on that show friday over at john and peter's right and i was like what i was like i'm not on that show oh, i was shit. like i was like mike didn't say anything to me and he was like oh he's like you're definitely on that show and i was like oh wow i was like well that's crazy because i'm already on like another show that day so then i just hit up the i i made it work long story short i made it work right. so it's like i'm gonna go do the one at eight in Easton, and then hop in the car and go like an hour all the way to okay. the other one. Hey, man, that's what it's all about, right? Yeah. The grind, yeah. Well, you, you, uh, you've been doing it for a while because when I first, I started about a year ago, like I did a couple shows a couple years ago in Reading. It doesn't matter. They don't matter. He always breaks up. I always do. <laughs> because I always make sure, I mean, I had a couple shows in Reading. People remember that. A couple of open mics. <laughs> yeah, a couple of open mics <laughs> in a in a bowling alley bar that had a <laughs> comedy show, comedy thing attached to the bar. Yeah. So it was like bowling alley bar comedy place. But anyway, Heister Lanes. 
It was like a normal Co- stage. Running though. Comedy Outlet. RCO. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> when I first came to Soul Jules, he was like, I'm doing it. And I'm like, all right. And you were the host, is the point. And I, you were, uh, we, I told you this before. I thought it was like, I thought it was cool and funny at the same time because like you were, you were like, I want to bring up the fantastic Christopher Reynolds. He's, yeah. You're going to love this guy. I'm, yeah. like, oh. I'm like, I've never met this guy in my life. I'm like, I guess that's a host. He's a professional. Right. I'm like, I guess that's what a host does. Yeah. And you just got to you gotta rip it. Yeah, man, because the audience I, doesn't know. And then I proceeded yeah. to uh, bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Yeah. It was terrible. It was uh, my first yeah. time. Remember, I, yeah. I had some. It was pretty terrible. Right. Yeah. I didn't care because, like, I and we talked about this with, last week. The best thing about it was uh, Steve McLaughlin laugh. He was the laugh. Oh, I got yeah, one yeah. laugh, and it was that guy. Right. That made me come back. But it was all about that. At least you did it. That's you know? right. It, like I actually bumped into. I had another comic at the, the open mic I hosted last week. He was just standing outside. He was kind of lingering. He was sitting in the back. He was kind of like quiet. You know, I knew he wasn't on the list because I knew everyone on the list. And then I was just like, "Yo, man, are you a comic?" And he was like, "Well, I don't know." And I was like, oh, man. So I flipped him. I got him on the list. No shit. Cool, yeah, yeah. cool. And he went up? Yeah, and then he went on to bomb for like five minutes. Oh, uh, <laughs> shit. But I mean, I was like, hey, you, you, it's getting on it, stage, man. man. That's, first, that's the first step that's there, buddy. It sounds... I said, that like, won't be the last time either. <laughs> he said that? That's what I said to him. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> it sounds like, like cliche or like, I don't know, maybe some bullshit. Like the hardest part is just getting on stage. But it's fucking true. No, it's just... It's true. Yeah, yeah. You know? And, like, you know, just keep doing it and doing it the way you do the double ups, you know. Yeah, the what? repetition is key. Yeah, like one time, one night we were talking and you said you were, your goal is to, like, do five five mics a week. Yeah. Monday through Friday, yeah. you know what I mean? Which is a lot of reps, man, if you're running a set or yeah. trying I mean, to develop a yeah. set. Because you got to kind of kind of compare it to, like, those guys in New York. I mean, they're probably getting, like, 10 <gasps> sets, maybe yeah. 20 sets a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, doing all those mics... And a lot of us guys, like I know me and him, when we first start, you're like a chicken with your head cut off. You're like, oh, I got to write. I got to write new shit. I want to try this new shit out. I want to try this mm-hmm. new shit out. But at some point, you have to kind of like stop writing new, trying to do new shit all the time and just develop a five or eight, ten or whatever yeah. minute set. How are you on that? Are you like running a, running a set or are you trying out bits and running old bits to perfect them like it's a little bit of both and it's like a weird mix now it's like i it's the uh i i feel like now that i, I mean like it's one of my bits now but now that i'm 30 I, the awareness has gone up i have a little bit more awareness i feel like and it's i've noticed it a little bit like i noticed that like you know you don't want to be in a room that you go to every week and tell the same jokes every week because it's going to be the same people majority of the time in some of these rooms every week. And you're not going to get, like, the same pop because they know your punchlines already. Yeah. So you have to, like, kind of cycle your material. Maybe do it every other week. Yeah. Know? That's what I – and, like, it's the game I've been playing with myself. Maybe I just got to do it every other week or, like – Right. Yeah, that gets, that gets us – well, it gets me, too, because, of course, you want to try new shit out that you kind of just thought of. Like, oh, let me throw this out there. But – I'm kind of more regimented, like, mm-hmm. I forget what it's called, like, paper to stage, or I forget what they call it. There's a term in the this whole world of the science of writing a joke that you had no idea existed, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's there. I kind of need to write it down 
and, and then say it, recite it to get that muscle memory. But then I need to, I'm getting a little better at it to stop the reciting, riff in the moment, and then go back to my reciting. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And again, it comes with repetition, getting on stage yeah. a bunch of times. It's whatever your method is of uh, committing it to memory, too. Yeah. I mean, there's tons of ways of doing that, too. I mean, I met a guy while I was playing poker one time, and he was talking about uh, memory palaces. Right. And, like, this guy could name any Super Bowl, any score and whatnot. But, like, the way he described it to me quickly, and then I had to go home and, like, YouTube this thing. Right. But it was, like, a 15-minute YouTube video. But it was uh, this guy, he would, like, describe it as, like, you, you put the joke somewhere. Like, I mean, you put whatever you're trying to remember in somewhere familiar, like your house or something like that. And it's, like, you walk in. It's, like, up. Oh, there's the first joke right by the door where I always put my shoes and uh, the second okay. joke oh it's by the fridge because I always grab a water you right. know? but like I mean like I don't do that but like I just a, it was a fascinating way to do it me I have to I usually write it down a few times right and then I just like kind of like then I just remember bullets and then I go off the bullets based on the journey of your memory palace like yeah the first joke I put my keys here pretty much yeah and like then exactly then you put the the bullets in the palace, yeah. pretty essentially. Yeah, keep them near you the bed. Line them up, yeah. Keep them in the bedroom near the yeah. next day. Yeah, man, that's I do the same thing. I just remember, I just been telling the same joke. So like, but I saw I've been switching it up. Like for the longest time, I was telling the same exact jokes, and then I was talking about him with this on the way here. Like, I'm nervous about the show because I'm doing it in front of like fresh people we don't go to other open mics mm -hmm. so i'm just used to the same usual crowd and i do not give a shit at this point yeah because it's the same fucking people so like i just go up there and do my shit and i don't care if i get a laugh or not so i'm just at this point it's just stage time I, because we haven't gone other places to see like do you a record, different reaction do you record all your sets yeah well, look, you've been recording them. Uh, we record a lot of them. Yeah. yeah. It's good, too. Yeah. I mean, like, even just audio or, you know. I, I prefer to do just audio a lot of the times. Right. Just because I'm, like, it's easier to listen to. It's, like, the playback ability is, like, a little bit better. I can listen to it in the car. Yeah. I can listen to it, like, while I'm, like, kind of brushing my teeth, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll play back the set a few times, see where all the laughs were, cut it, cut the fat, you know, repeat. Yeah. <laughs> and just keep constantly working on it. I mean, like, it, the best part, of, I mean, like, what I like now is that it's like, okay, I'm getting a few more shows. So it's like, now I can really work on some of these jokes, essentially. Right. You know, the more shows you get, the better those jokes are really going to get right. compared to some of these open mic audiences. I mean, like, yeah. unless you, the new glitch I found is like, you just go to these open mics and you just do your greatest hits. <laughs> you know, like a new open mic that you've never been to. Okay, right, you right, your, right. You know, you rip your best and then you're like, okay, cool. And now, like, everybody here thinks I'm funny and then right. you just keep coming back. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it, it's I'm a fucking whole mirage. Saying, like, we don't do that. So it's like, I'm in front of the same people that know my. Why not? Lives. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you guys have lives and shit, you know. Unfortunately, obviously. yeah. With, like, we got the pod. Yeah, you got a lot then, going on. And then, like, we're both, like, in relationship like married like, yeah so he's married i'm with my girl mm -hmm. but like it just doesn't work that to be out like all yeah. that time and then like maybe sometimes on the weekends we can do something but, and that's why i also like kind of like look at that shit and i'm like i mean like i just take other comics for examples too like in that sense i'm like you know i gotta like 
just because I'm a single man right now, I don't really have a lot of obligations or anything. Like, take advantage. Take really yeah, take man, advantage definitely. of these opportunities right now, because like I mean, like there's times where like I'm gonna have to juggle some of this shit. I mean, like I I watch other comics around us have kids and stuff, and just yeah. like, oh, they have a newborn. It's like, oh, he's not at the mic as much, but yeah. he still pops around. But yeah, it's yeah, tough. Yeah. Right. He came back with a bunch of baby jokes. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, and that's also important too. It's just living too. Yeah, like you find yourself like sometimes I I don't know. There was a every now and then I'll find myself in like a month of just being like, man, I've been doing the same joke for like so long right now. It's yeah, like, or something like that. And I just figure like I should probably just maybe have a weekend with the boys or something. Yeah. I'm the same way. Cause like you, like like that weekend with the boys is sometimes crucial. I don't think of like twenty more punchlines or jokes or premises of some sort. Yeah. I uh just like a couple of weeks ago, my lady was like, I had to go to to the, uh, the mall. Do you want to come? And I was like, Yeah. All right, I'll go. And in my head, I'm like, you walk around, maybe something will pop in your head. You know what I mean? Get some, see some crazy people or something. You know what I mean? I used yeah, to do that. That was that was a big hobby of mine for a while. I'd go sit at the mall. I'd just sit at the mall and just like with a notepad, and I'd be like, "Yeah, I got to yeah. some shit here." It's a good play. There's people from all over the fucking world. <coughs> yeah, you just see crazy people walking around and try to you start roasting them in your head, doing crowd work <laughs> while they're walking around. I worked there for like at forever. Yeah. I worked at the mall back in the day. At like I used to work store. at the mall, J.C. Penney's. Yeah, I was at uh that's the only place I probably didn't work. I was going I was looking for your face to light up like, "Oh yeah, I used to work there." <laughs> nah, no fun, fun life hack is at the food court. Any of the food places, if you tell them you work at the mall, you get like a 10% discount. Right. right yeah. And it's fun. It's a fun little glitch. So you just walk in there like, "Hey, I work." I always just get burped. No, you didn't even have to say where, but it's good that's key though. See, it's good that you were already thinking that. But you right. should have a store ready yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, sometimes they'd be like, "Where do you work?" and you're just fumbling the bag. You yeah, know, you're right. like, "Oh, um uh, walk and roll." <laughs> yeah, uh, forever 21. Uh <laughs> Yeah, right. I just go to, I I always get bourbon chicken at that one spot in the corner. So, Which oh yeah all, all the way next there. to the subway, uh no not next to the subway I like that one no I'm those guys about. are cool people they I don't even have to tell them I work at the mall anymore they're like oh how's work today you know? <laughs> right, yeah. like, hey, it's all right on the right <laughs> on the right hand side they like Chick Fil A's on that side you go past Chick Fil A it's all the way down at the end it's been there forever oh, okay yeah that one's pretty good too they give you free samples free sample. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Figured that's what got your cheap ass. It yeah, usually pulls people in. You yeah. get a free sample, go back, take your jacket off. Oh, what do you got free sample? Yeah, the one guy right. doesn't even give me a free sample on. anymore because he knows I won't take it. You know, right. <laughs> he's yeah. like, I'm not eating there. He, he watches me. You know, I make the lap. I, oh, hit, the you two, the other I hit the two, and then I go to the one I like. Right, right, right. You have to, you have to, with those places, though, because there's another spot on the right hand side, Asian spot. Mm-hmm. And you have to learn to, like, just. Do you have to be Yeah, you have to make a beeline. Do not make eye contact. Then you feel bad. Oh, for example, try, try, bro. You know the, they really do a yeah, good job like, of roping so you I'm in, like, man. Like, you know what? Just, just do not look. <laughs> you're like, well, I was gonna eat chicken anyway. All right, well, <laughs> and you're looking that was over, pretty good. All right, yeah. you're looking over at the spot you really wanted to go to. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's good. Uh, I was last, when I was there. It was right after we were down in Atlantic City, and I was sitting on a bench, and I'm just watching all the people walk by, and I'm like, this is really. The same as Atlantic City Boardwalk. That place is wild. Yeah. Last time I was there, man, we were outside on the boardwalk smoking cigars, and uh, 
It was like my friend, he did top sales numbers or something for like a realtor agency. And like they gave us like, we had to go, it was a pretty high up room right on the boardwalk there. Mm. And we went outside to go smoke cigars and we're walking on the boardwalk and this this dude, this homeless dude walked up and he was like, yo, let me hit that cigar. What? Yeah, yeah. And like none none of us said anything, right? And we're all like kind of walking around, walking around. He's like, yo, if you guys don't let me hit that cigar, I'm going to pull my dick out. Pulled his dick out. And we just took off. We just all took off. Crazy, God. Ho- homeless people taking <laughs> dumps on the beach, man. Yeah, people living under the boardwalk. It's a it's a wild world over there. Same place, same way in uh, California. I, I saw I saw a video of some like at, it was like at night on the boardwalk. There, it's like a bunch of people walking around with nitrous balloons and whatnot. Oh yeah, it's crazy. We man, uh, like I can't believe like they don't have that under control somehow. Well, I've only seen nitrous balloons down Atlantic City when um. There was a fish concert down there. Okay. And me and Maybe my, that's what it was. Hopefully that's what it was that like, video was. Because I, I was, was like, damn, that's bad down there. I don't want to be down there. That was probably like three years ago, I guess. But, yo, the amount of balloons after this fish concert was absurd. Like what, on the ground? On the ground. <laughs> Where was the concert at? On the beach? It was on the beach. Oh, man. Every 20 feet you, was, you heard, psh, 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 psh. All the way down. And it wasn't just hippies, like you think, like, you know, younger hippies and shit. No. Mm-hmm. It was dudes with, like, white hair, bald, like khakis on, polos. <laughs> Dude came over. The one thing that sticks in my head was this one old, like, I don't know, like an old rich white dude, double fisting, like, probably eight balloons, four in each hand, <laughs> comes over to a bunch of other old white people. They posed for some pictures, and then he handed all the balloons out. And we were just walking by like, this is ridiculous, dude. Well, they had a billboard <laughs> advertising, like, nitrous, like, flavored nitrous. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, it was like a canister you could buy, and there was, like, you would just puff on a can of nitrous. <laughs> yeah. Grape flavor, purple, like, whatever. I, 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 was, I, I was not there last time we went. My intro to that was, like, I walked into my college dorm, and I had a roommate, and he was just like, yo, man, I'm going to do some nitrous, man. And I was like, I was like, oh, yeah? I was like, what's that? And then he just, like, was like, oh, dude, just watch. And then he just, like, did, did a balloon in front of me and, like, put the music on real loud, and then he just laid on the bed, and I was like, yep, I don't think that's for me, man. And I just never, ever did it, but it was... um. It was just funny to see. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. He was an interesting cat. He was doing it all the time. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, can't do it. My introduction to that was I was at a concert. I don't remember what oh, concert it was. I'm sorry, I just remembered. But he, then he, uh, well, no, it wasn't him specifically. But there was another kid on campus. He was trying to get um, there. There was like a whipped cream cracker in the commons of the college I was at. You know what that is familiar? It's like a, it's a whipped cream like dispenser, I guess, essentially. Right. But he he wanted it for cracking like nitrous. Oh, okay. You know, okay. and uh, so he was like offering like crazy amounts of like weed to go get like if anyone could steal this thing. Right, right, right. And I'll never forget, man. I mean, like uh, one of my friends, <laughs> he, he uh, brought his book bag to the the commons the one day, and like he would often steal cereal and whatnot there from. You know, he had to right. bring, bring like a gallon sized bag. He loaded that thing up with some cereal, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, he threw it right in his bag. Okay. Some free weed. He was smoking with us all, all college. It was good, good times. Nice. Yeah. You gotta do what you gotta like, do at that, that, college. At that time, that's like finding like 
It's like finding gold on the street. You're well, like, oh my god! If I you went secure this. It's like whoa. I, I mean, went yeah, to like a stealing, place but... <laughs> that filled tanks. They got busted like a couple weeks after that. But like we went, all you do is go in and be like, I filled a tank, and they'll. The only question they asked the guy was like, "You like rap or heavy metal?" And he was asking everybody <laughs> that came in. That was his two things. What was the right answer? I don't think there was. I think there was, uh, I think he was just like he was just curious. He was he was taking a poll. Works for Google. Yeah, he was right. Just, like collecting data. <laughs> Google's like we got to get this data off the grid. This was in two thousand. Trying to get them family feud. Yeah, they were like we surveys. can't do this directly. We got to do it yeah. somewhere else. This was anywhere between two nineteen ninety nine and two thousand. So I don't remember. Like, but they then you saw him, I saw him on the news like. It was like blink. Why don't you remember too much nitrous? No, <laughs> probably. But I didn't like. I, it wasn't even for me. I just went in with the guy and like got a fill. Took and he took it off and they went to a party or whatever with it. My whole concern, if I was like a nitrous dealer, would be driving around with like some sort of like too much nitrous. Right. I don't know if it's flammable or not. No. Well, I, mean, might I mean, like that's stuff. Sure they, they put it in like weird. It's, I mean, it's compressed it, bottles, but it's I mean, probably like, flammable. it's got to be combustible, right? Yeah, it probably is. Is helium flammable? I'm like paranoid about like starting on my little like grill. You know, I, yeah. I like screw that little like thing in every time. I'm like, oh god, yeah, I could die from this steak I'm about to eat. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I I'll flavor. Up, yeah. I'll end up medium well. If yeah. I don't do this <laughs> yeah. Right. right. I might lose a hand from this. End up like well, Pierre Paul, but you just gotta hear like. If you hear like, I smell it right away as soon as I connect the thing. Yeah, is that like weird, right? Is that normal? You shouldn't smell too much. I smell a little bit. I could, I smell it. I shake it. I should get a new grill, man. When you screw that thing in, you shake the, the hose part. God showed me that. Can you get the same flavor from an electric grill? As no. a charcoal grill? No. <laughs> no, it's not possible, right? Charcoal's way better. Charcoal's way better? You think it's better than... How do you control the heat of a charcoal grill? Don't really. Yeah, right? It's kind of... It's chaos, right? Like, it just melts... Ba- like, I, I, my buddy did some bacon on a charcoal grill one time. That thing yeah. vaporized. It turned well, into, like, a liquid. Well, no, what know, you have man. to do is you get the charcoals real hot, and once they turn white, that, like... Then you shut the thing, and... We don't really use the charcoals. You got to get the brick lump shit. That's I grill really, every day though. Charcoal would be pretty costly. That, yeah, that's and also it takes a while. You know, you turn the grill on, you put your, your uh, what's called propane. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, that yeah. shit, man. I'm done steaks in like ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with uh propane grill and I, in college I used accessories. to use the Foreman propane accessories. I had nice. a George Foreman in my room. Nice. Oh, dude, it was the coolest thing nice. ever. It was just like I'd be watching TV and I'd just have a couple of dogs on. Yeah. A couple of buns in the warmer. Yeah, I always wanted one of them. They were pretty good. I actually thought about getting one recently just to see how good I could cook a filet mignon on there. Hmm. I'm like, I, I'm just curious if I could cook one on there and one on the grill and put them side by side and see if uh, people could tell content's better. Content. That would be, that's pretty good content, right? I have to do that. Yeah, he's, uh, he, because he's a single man, he can. <laughs> it's young. it's a, it's sick shit. Cause like I'm about. talking to my one friend. He's got two kids, and I'm like, he's like, dude. So like, I was like, what have you been eating, man? He's like, you look like you've been losing weight. I was like, yeah, no, man. I just fucking, I noticed the one day I was at the grocery store. I was like, filet mignon's cheaper than eating out. <laughs> and I was like, it's like ten, fifteen bucks for a couple fillets, and then yeah. I'm, I'm just like, yeah, I'd rather you just eat the fillet than yeah, man. whatever restaurant I'm at. I mean, I I got a couple in the fridge right now, just. 
marinating. The George Foreman filet on a George Foreman grill has got to be better than this dude. I don't know his name. I seen him. I'm gonna do it really soon. I'm gonna order one the minute I leave here. I'm gonna order one. It's gonna be an Amazon. It's coming in the mail. (laughs) There's some dude who lives in a hotel, and he will like cook chicken. He'll get a. uh, He got like a bag, a potato (laughs) chip bag. Yeah, I've seen some. Seen this dude? Yeah, dude. You ever see it? He'll get like a an old potato chip bag, fill it with water, and he's got some kind of heater thing that he plugs in, puts in there to heat it up. (laughs) Then he'll like put a chicken in it. It's a sous vide, I believe. is that what that's called? I think it's called sous vide, sous vide and uh, you sous vide it. It's it's like something that uh, heats it okay. up. Okay. It heats the water to a certain temperature. They apparently say that's the best way to cook a steak, which I'm like, yeah, I'm no not way. hearing that because like, where's the? There's got to be some part of this plastic bag getting into yeah. chicken, right? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. leave a water bottle in the sunlight too long, it tastes different. Of course. Yeah. Oh my god, I, I walk into these gas stations, I see these cases outside of these doors yeah. like, what are you guys doing yeah. man like i heard i i used to talk to this chick in college she was in the military she would tell me the government i mean oh man they're gonna kill me for this but <laughs> you know she was telling me that over there they uh they would just throw out like hundreds of cases of water from sitting in the sun no shit yeah because it was it's bad like, now it's not good for you yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like terrible for you it's too much microplastics gets transferred into the water so i'm like yo how's this plastic bag chicken gonna yeah. be anywhere like safe but i mean it's like they say it's the best i don't know the way this guy prepares it like oh do it in the bag and then he'll like put a bunch of flour or whatever on um the counter like imagine a bathroom counter (laughs) in a hotel yeah this guy's wild man And he'll just like prepare it (laughs) just throwing shit on the counter and he like eats it with his hands he like makes macaroni and cheese somehow (laughs) it's it's fucking gross the it, things people that's do. E- that's equally like as fun as this prison video where you see the dude somehow has like a t- whole TikTok account. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I wonder. I'm like, yeah, is this guy just like set up a prison set up in his apartment? Right. And yeah. Just fucking like you talking about the guy that <laughs> back room. Like, that dude. Like, that would be yeah. like the ha- that would be the craziest hack ever if I was just like, yo guys, like I'm booked uh, for something, and then I just like set up my house like a, yeah. a prison cell and just live stream all day yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and people are like dude is this guy actually in prison yeah. like what's the deal like it would be the whole thing you know yeah i need you to come bang on my door and call me a pussy and tell me to get up <laughs> yeah <exactly laughs> at like right. seven o'clock every, every morning every day i think i <laughs> that i just get a couple recordings where i could just like literally like a soundboard type shit you know yeah, 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 like yeah. shit that just goes off at yeah, certain yeah. times like it could i could literally set that up you know, that's your I'm alarm that's your alarm i'm on to something yeah. here i saw that i saw this guy on tick i guess not tiktok's on tiktok but whatever facebook reels whatever the fuck it was he's in jail and he'll say uh hey bunky you want some this and he'll name a food and then he'll make it and he'll show you all the ingredients you need okay and i'm like how the fuck's this guy getting in jail <laughs> yeah like it's some a of lot said, of shit uh, sometimes it's like a different type of fear factor for me when i see them making some stuff man i'm like would i eat that man like i'm seeing him chop up a hot dog with like some sort of plastic he got from somewhere i don't even yeah. know you're just like what's coming on here a knife he shanked somebody yeah <laughs> yeah that right. he had in his asshole <laughs> now he's making it's, yeah, he, he, he uses this term bussing somebody's taking a yeah. shit you right next to all this here you know? he's like we're making nachos right now it's like oh jesus yeah right <laughs> <laughs> got beaten nachos off nachos with hot dog on it it's like oh man i'm like dude like I know I have friends that would eat this and say that's fire, but like me, that I try. Yeah. Nah, man. Like yeah. people, I eat hot dogs one way and it's in a bun. That's it. You right. should crack me up that people thought like like people think that eating chi cheese is cool. 
it's not cool. You guys remember that spot, Hula Hands? Oh, yeah, Hula Hands. That was my my mom's favorite spot. I was thinking about that earlier today for some reason. I was like, man, I got to find a Hula Hands or something. Hop on over there. There's no, there's no, did they leave? I remember they, when I was a kid, we used to go there and they had a smoking or non smoking section. It was the most ridiculous shit in the world, man. It was literally just like a glass wall. And then, like, obviously, it was, like, open all around. And yeah. it was, like, the smoking section and then the non-smoking. And it was, like, yeah, Jesus Christ. Like, it's right there. That's funny. I used to, I'm old enough that I was smoking while they were still asking you. So I would go in the smoking section. It would literally be, like you said, you're smoking here. That's the non-smoking yeah. section. But the good thing about it was you sit down, you order, you get your shit. And when you're sitting there waiting... Just when you're tired of waiting, you're like, I'm gonna have a fucking cigarette. And you light your yeah. cigarette. Dude, Dude my mom, every time, like, man, we would I get a smoking it. section. She just fucking fire one up. She's like, Yeah, we waiting for this food. This fucking sucks, you know? Yeah. I'm like, damn, and like I feel her now, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean Well they, it was all smoking back in the day. Yeah. Everything. And, yeah, smoking's bad. My kids. grandmother, I mean, you take it up a notch. She was like, I remember, she's like, that's crazy. She's like, I remember when we were smoking in the grocery store, you're just walking around, you're okay. buying it, you'd be like, I hate yeah. this brand. Uh, shit, I don't shit remember that. No. We were talking about the mall. I remember sitting at the mall, just sitting on a bench, smoking cigarettes, like 19 years old. Oh, that's a cool thing to old. do, right? How do you there. not smoke cigarettes? That's why the no campaign was so huge. Yeah. It's, probably, <laughs> it's probably so damn hard not to. You know, you're walking yeah. around, everybody's so cool looking, you know? Matt, yeah. Matthew McConaughey, after season of True Detective, made me want to go out and get a pack. I mean, I don't even yeah. smoke cigarettes, but right. like, I look at that. I look at him, I was like, man, they're yeah. cool. Bring cool a True much. Detective back. Oh, yeah? Yeah, another season. Yeah. I, I rewatched season two recently. It was like, okay. Yeah, I gotta catch up to that. I, I gotta watch the third one still. I've never seen it. I heard it's good. You know about anything about those True Detective HBO show from a few years back? Uh, I don't. I mean, I just know who was in it. <laughs> they were probably like, they were probably like, man, we fucked up man, putting this season out first. Yeah, <laughs> that was like a really hard season to follow. Yeah, what the Matthew McConaughey one? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, what, who's it? Woody Harrelson too? Matt and Woody, yeah. Who need to do more movies together? They're great. They're, they're fun. Two great it, actors, man. man. They could do some funny shit together. Zombieland Two is really right good. Now, by the way, Zombie. I just saw the ending of it. Man. Fucking neck is killing. I am. Well, I don't know why, but anyway, <laughs> just so you know, I'm suffering right. Now. <laughs> Tell Sorry, the folks. I, mean, I, I sliced my ass open. Oh, he sliced his ass open. So I guess yeah. I guess, <laughs> yeah. I Anytime I get play. in the car, I feel it. I'm like ah. <laughs> when you wipe, you gotta make sure. It's crazy, man. I feel I would. I can never take a public. Dump. <laughs> oh man. Now, now, you know, I mean, like, God forbid, I get something in that cut. Oh man. We gotta get a, like, one of those bandages. Put a band aid on my ass. Got to. Some butterflies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh, you resell. Uh, tell us about that. What do you? What do you? Uh... So I mean, I used to. St- I started. I started out. I was working this job. Well, I mean, I actually started way before that. I was reselling only sneakers, and then I was like, Yeah, I gotta. Expand a little bit here. I was like, I'm tired of dealing with these like 14 year olds that have too much money. Like, right. And uh, yeah, and then I just I ended up. <laughs> it's funny. Like one time, you know, sneaker shows. Are you familiar with these? I could imagine what they are. It's a weird thing, man. It's um, it's a bunch of people just reselling sneakers at like crazy absurd prices, and people are buying them. But um, this one kid came up to me one day and he was like, I I had maybe done like 800 bucks in sales that day. With my sneakers, I mean, like the profit was probably like a hundred bucks. But anyway, this kid comes up to me. He's like, "Yo, man, you want to play some CeeLo? Like, shoot some dice." And I was like, 
was like, fuck around, yeah, I'll take your money, kid, you know? And uh, so I pull out, like, a couple $5 bills, and he's just like, $100 games, bitch. Oh. Yeah, this kid's, like, 14, right? He's got, like, a Gucci book bag on, you know? He's, he's looks kid looks ridiculous. And, um, yeah, he, he he wipes me clean for, for a good 500 bucks. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, this black dude just appeared, <laughs> came up. He's like, yo, man, I'll play you. <laughs> Destroyed this kid for two grand. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. man. Yeah. It was it was funny to see. It was like the food chain. It right, was yeah. Like, yeah. That was, yeah, that's funny. It is. At a sneaker show. That guy was like a vet in dice, man. He was throwing four, five, six left and right. I've never seen some shit like that. <laughs> never got in the seat. He, he wasn't even using money for a, a form of gambling, right, with these kids. You know what he was using? He was using these Supreme cards. Like Metro cards, oh shit! Yeah, like Supreme released a Metro card, and they, those were reselling for like about two hundred bucks. And the guy had like a stack of them. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, which I mean, like, what is it? What is that? They resell for it's just a Metro card that you would use in New York to go on the train. Oh, yeah, a Metro card. Yeah, wow. they were, they retailed for like twenty bucks. So like the guy probably got a really good deal somewhere. Yeah. Came in just hey man, can't knock that hustle. No, nah, it was a fire hustle. I was like, I was like, yeah, man, nice work. Did you end up with any of the cards? No, no, no. Uh, I lost all my money. Okay. Yeah. Never got into CeeLo. I've played craps on the street a lot, but never, CeeLo didn't really make it down this way too much. CeeLo was a lot of fun day. in college and whatnot. Like, I don't know, we would just be playing these dollar games, dollar yeah. games, and then poker was just huge in college. Right. We, that, I wasn't a partier. We would play poker every night in college. Right, yeah. I would literally sit there with, like, I remember I'd, like, start the week with, like, the money my mom sent me. She'd send me, like, 100 bucks for the week. And I'd be like, well, fuck this food. <laughs> We're going over to the Mohegan Sun. <laughs> We'd hop right. in the car, and um, I would take the 100 bucks there. I'd buy in for 60. I'd, le- I'd get it up to 300, cash out, drive back. Then I go, then I'd be sitting there with three hundred for the week, and then nice. I'd, yeah, and I did that like every week, man. Right. And then it got to a point where I just had like a little bit of a bankroll, so I could just go whenever I wanted. But right. so then we were just sitting there playing these cash games every night, and I would just be rocking all these. We we would have cash games going all day long. Right, like, you'd be like, "Yo, man, fuck, I gotta go to class." Right, hold pull, my spot. Pull up on the mic a little bit. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, that's cool, man. Turning a hundred into three hundred. Yeah, and especially in college. That was like, you know, you're like, oh, shit, do I quit my job at Papa John's? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Maybe right. I could stop folding these burritos on yeah. upper campus for <laughs> this semester. Just go all in on the poker tour, baby. Yeah, I had jobs. I had three different jobs up there, man. I, I worked at a pawn th- shop for a little bit, and that was like a wild job. Oh, I bet. Uh, I dude, bet. that guy was uh, he was a pretty degrading individual. But, like, it started when I was moving. We were moving mattresses for him. And, like, we were, like, delivery guys. Like, this one guy, he drove the truck, and then I would just be, like, the muscle. Like, you know, I'd hop out, lift these mattresses up the stairs. But, right. like, the one day, uh, like, I had just moved into this new house, and, like, the one day we walked into my house, and, like, we were delivering a mattress somewhere, and uh, he was like, oh, shit. Uh, he's, he's like, you don't have a mattress, dude? And I was like, no, 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 not right now. Like, I was, going, I was like, I'm going to buy one. And he was like, no, no, no. He's like, you, he's like, you could just have one, man. So he oh, ended, yeah, he gave me a mattress, which was kind of funny. So then I saved money there, too. Right. And then he was like, yo, man, you, you want a job doing the mattresses? Because I only helped him for one week. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up getting that job. But So then I started getting tips from doing these mattresses, right? But, like, the one day we were out on the road, and the, the kid who I was working with was like, yo, man, don't ever tell him that we get tipped. 
no matter what. Because, like, the guy would always ask us. He's like, did you guys get tipped? Because he was trying to take it, take mm. the cut. Get the fuck out of here. It was here. sick shit, man. Yeah, fuck that. Nah, nobody tips, man. We're doing, yeah. we're doing like, fucking 100 mattresses a day because it's like, you know, it's like, you know, a whole campus. Oh, shit. The whole landlord buys them. He, you know, every semester they throw them all out usually and get okay. new ones right, right, in right. most cases, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, who knows what's going on? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it run through mattresses up there. That's hilarious. Yeah, so no, you got into you got into reselling from selling sneakers. Yeah, and then I just started. I was like, you know what? I gotta find. I gotta reach a bigger market. And then um, it was funny because the sneaker thing led to have getting a job at this. Um, like the one day I was like real nice to like this twelve year old who had a table. I was like, yeah, you want to split one at the next event? And he was like, sure, sure. And then we split one, and then his dad like uh, was like, "Yo, man, what do you do for a living?" And I was like, "I just resell sneakers right now." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, I'll give you a job in Jersey." So I started commuting to Jersey, but then on my lunch breaks, I would go to the thrift store. Oh, sweet! And that's like when I started transitioning into like buying everything. I would just go to the thrift store, and I'd spend twenty bucks every day at the thrift store. Right. And then I would just try to double that money up online. Okay. And then. Uh, I just started building a bankroll and an inventory, and then the inventory got a little out of hand at this one place I was living at. It was crazy right. amount of inventory, and then I was like, "All right, I gotta figure out how to clear this shit faster." So then I started going to flea markets every weekend. Okay. Started blowing the stuff out, and then I started turning like a pretty good profit. So. Right, that's cool. But I now it's like shit. now I'm like real into the higher end stuff. I like to make big dollars on big items, like. I bought two statues for, well, I bought three statues for 900 from this guy um, about a year ago, maybe two years ago now. And um, two of them were bronze, completely bronze statues, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And they were like of women. One of them was like her laying down in like a bathing suit. Okay. And then the, the other one was like a tall girl, like kind of like doing a ballerina pose, like one leg up in the air and one down. And then... Um, the other one was like a statue of it was like a plaster statue of like a Hercules head, and uh, that was like kind of like a tossing in my opinion when mm -hmm. I was buying these things. Right. And uh, so I paid nine hundred to the guy, and I was like not that comfortable paying this nine hundred. This is a lot of money of mine to put into right, yeah. statues for a little bit, but I was pretty confident I could get like a thousand minimum for that just the one woman statue. I felt pretty good about that. Right. And uh. Posted them on eBay, and then like nine months later, the one woman statue sold for five thousand. Ooh, baby! Yeah, fun. Nice, fun. Nice, man. Wow. Yeah, but the problem with that, right, is then, fucking three months later, that same statue resold for forty-five thousand. Oh shit! Yeah, that is. Yeah. It's a forty thousand dollar fuck up on my end. Is what that is. You know, you didn't do any research on it. It's a it was, it's a rare statue, I guess, and it, it was like very minimal information online. But um, man, was it from the same person? Like, if do you remember like any of that? Um, what do you mean? Like you. You sold it, and then you've seen it sold by somebody else. A different. Oh yeah, I, I I I wasn't able to like kind of track that down. Okay. But here's the interesting thing about the guy who bought it, right? The guy who bought it from me. Two years prior to that, I had a life size bear, like a, a bear mount. Mm -hmm. I paid like five hundred for that. It was like a bear on a log that it was shot on. It was a pretty cool bear mount. It was a full size black bear. Right. And uh. 
I sold that for twenty five hundred on eBay, and this guy drove from Tennessee to pick it up. And it was a weird transaction because, like, you know, usually when people are buying things on eBay, they have a little bit of a history. I, I usually don't like to sell to people that don't have any, like, stars or anything. You have zero ratings. You might be a scammer or something. Right, right. But he, he did it for local pickup, drove from Tennessee to pick it up. He, it was his first purchase ever on eBay. And he drove up. I met the guy. He was an interesting fella. And uh, he loaded – it was snowing out. He threw the bear in the back of his truck, drove right back to Tennessee. And then – uh that same guy bought that statue. But, like, his whole story about what he was going to do with the bear was crazy. He was like, yeah, I already named the bear. It's, his name is Hans. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, he named it Hans after the the director or the, of the score of Die Hard. Uh, okay. Yeah, he did the sound for Die Hard, and he was also, like, the villain in Die Hard. And he was like, I call the bear Hans. Zimmer? Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer, Zimmer yeah. And then... um. Yeah, it was just interesting that he bought the statue too. Yeah, and he's like, "I'm yeah. gonna put it next to the girl, uh, the bear." And I was like, "Hmm." I was like, "Is he reselling this bear down there?" And he's also reselling this. But then again, I mean, he's only had two eBay purchases. So right, they were know. both from you. Yeah, hmm. it's bizarre. Repeat customer. Yeah, yeah. whatever. I mean, yeah. you can look at it. Yeah, he he got he did sell for forty five, but like you made. Yeah, you, you take the profit and run. You know, one in the hand is better than two in the bush. This is sometimes what some of the older resellers I talk to. Yeah, say yeah, to me. yeah, I mean, like, some of my, I mean, one of the most underrated categories of reselling right now, for, for most people, in my opinion, is the amount of free shit you can get your hands on. Yeah. Like, it is absolutely insane how yeah. much free shit you can get. Like, some of the best free shit I've ever gotten. I mean, like, I have a storage unit in King of Prussia. I had one in King of Prussia. I used to walk by the dumpster, but like people would throw out the uh-huh. nuttiest shit. Like, I mean, one time somebody threw out a CPAP machine. No shit. This thing sell for like, I don't know, four grand new. Right. Yeah. Picked that thing out, sold it for five hundred same day. Sweet. Like, pretty quick, quick yeah, money. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Wow, somebody put five hundred dollars by this trash can. That's pretty insane. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. that's a, that's a smart little thing. Like, let me yeah. check out the dumpster. I mean, even the one day I was at my friend's house, I was driving. I was, I was like, all right, boys, I'm out of here. I go to leave, and I'm driving down the neighborhood and there's a glass table with three swans on it like underneath like just holding up the glass i was like oh my god somebody threw this out i walked up there's a small little crack in it like a small chip off of it right and i just was like yeah i'm rolling my dice on this thing threw it in my car i had it in my house for a year it was in the intro of my house i was like yeah it's not that ugly of a piece you know honestly i was like whatever if it sells it sells if not i'll just like try to get rid of it somewhere yeah some lady was like can you drive this to maryland I was like, yeah, but it'll cost you like 400 bucks. And she was just like, done. So um, she paid 400 bucks on top of the $1,000 I had for the table. Damn. Yeah. So, Man. you know, that was 1400 off That's the side of the street. That's a nice you know? up there. Yeah. That's the game off though, you got to hold on to it. Oh. I, I wanted to go back to that house. I know where the house is. I'll never forget that house. I think about buying that house someday. <laughs> I, I keep an eye on it in case it ever goes up on market. I'm like, that'd be funny if I bought that house. Yeah. But I, I want to, like, go leave a bottle of wine on their step. Like, guess what? Yeah, you know? but I don't want to, like, guess break what? their heart because yeah. they might be weird about <laughs> become hoarders after that. Hey, nowadays <laughs> they'll, they'll never throw you. anything. Yeah, exactly right. You, know, you never yeah. know. You might see this and sue me. No? Yeah. yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, you can only hope. You know, that'd be fun. Good promo for the pod. <laughs> My biggest come up off the curb was I used to have a pickup truck, and I worked next to a scrapyard right like next door to the building where they would take the cans and the 
stainless and aluminum and shit. So right around the corner from my house, somebody threw away a grill, like a stainless steel grill. Mm-hmm. So I just pulled up, threw it in, in my uh, truck, went to work at lunch, came back from lunch, just backed up to the scrap guy, put it out, $90. That's good money. I didn't do nothing. Quick money. Yeah. Two minutes worth love, of work. I love easy money yeah. like that. Yeah, it's fucking. I sweet. have friends like that where I tell them, I'm like, yeah, man, if you see anything, I, I, that's like another web. I, I cast the web, you know? Yeah. I tell my friends to find free shit for Sorry, me. Folks, I, I, I like have friends that text get, me. Oh, you got to pee? I got to blow my nose. It's like. Oh, it hurts. Yeah. But yeah, you tell the friends, you're like, yeah, man, I mean, if you see any cool shit, I'll yeah. grab it. And even it's like amazing, too. I even dabble in the refinishing of stuff. I mean, I'm trying to line up behind my dad's house. Okay. So then I can have a two car garage, and then like, uh, if I could figure that out somehow with money wise. Right. Yeah. I mean, mortgage rates, fucking crazy. Right. I, anyone, right I, I only talked to one guy, but I mean, right. like, I'm sure it wasn't that great of a guy to talk to. <laughs> you know. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I bullshitted my pops. Hopefully, he never sees this, but it, he's like, "Who'd you talk to?" I was like, "Oh, one of my friends' friends." You know, but I, I talked to Rocket Mortgage. Okay. You, you think they would fuck around, give me like a shit number, right? right? I mean, I don't know, right? I would assume that it's like that big of a corporation, probably a higher mortgage rate than most places, than like anywhere local, I think, right? I don't know how that shit works. I don't even know. Right? I've heard nothing about Rocket Mortgage other than like they'll like try to help you get a good rate. I don't know if they actually give you the good rate. It's interesting. Or they find like 800 places and they try to find the best rate for you. I don't know if it, I don't know how, because a lot of that stuff, that's how it works. You think it's like, oh, Rocket Mortgage, they're giving, no, oh, they, they kick the soccer They're ball, just huh? helping you find the fucking, I don't know, though. Yeah, I don't know either. That's why I just said I don't know and didn't talk for like 10 to 20 But if I could pull that off somehow, then I have two car garage and then I can like refurnish furniture. Right. Yeah. And I could just operate better because it's like a pain in the ass. I live on the third floor, got to carry things up and down the stairs mm-hmm. to take photos of it. Yeah. Take it over to storage unit, paying for like a monthly Oof. storage unit. That's annoying. Yeah. Yeah, they're losing bad yeah. by a lot. Five to one. What's the inning? Eighth. Oh, baby. Yeah. Had a little bit of money on them. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Better luck tomorrow, Phil. Yeah, right. Uh, that's cool. So, you have any off? Uh, you said you had some shows. What shows you have coming up? I got two shows. When's this coming out? Uh, I don't know if it'll come out this week or next week. So yeah, I guess uh, my only two shows were this week. But uh, I guess the, f- I guess in November I have a show at some point. But follow me on Instagram, you know, and you'll find out where that is. There you go. Uh, I'm not wrapping it up. I just wanted to make sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, we had shows. I don't know. Yeah. We have a show, dirty show. Yeah, it's gonna be sick. November seventeenth. I'm probably gonna come by for the hang. Oh, that'd be sweet, man. Yeah. Yeah, there's a show beforehand. I don't. I can't even remember who it is. It's Who's fun. It? Hopefully, they parlay the audience in there. Yeah, yeah. Tickets are reasonably priced right now. Yeah. I think they're ten bucks that night, something like that. Five bucks now, ten bucks. Costas should draw some people in. I feel like he's got a decent fan base. Yeah, he should. Yeah. All these Philly guys are like kind of blowing up, man. It's pretty cool to see. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. Seeing them on uh, the New York podcast, like uh, I'm sure you know Rob Stant. Yeah. Him and he's uh, good people. Him and Brian Foster, as a matter of yeah. fact, were on uh, Zach Amico's Midnight Spook Show. Oh yeah. Recently, yeah, I seen Sick. Sid. Sid's been on a lot of shit. Shane has been on a lot of shit. 
yeah. Yeah, so Lemare's been like popping shit. around. Lemare, yeah. Lemare's the man. fucking cool people. Yeah, Lemare's cool shit. I watched them have a fun set this past weekend. Uh, I had one of my buddies come out, and he was like, oh, dude, that guy married He had a really good joke. Right, yeah, he's cool. Like, yeah. I hung out with him one time. Man, but he, yeah. um, who else was there? Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of fun comics out there. Yeah. I think Lemare's moving to Texas, man. I'm yeah. wondering if, like... I think he'll still be popping around somehow. Yeah. I think he'll figure out how to get banging for it a little bit. But, like, I'm just hoping, like, you know... And if he does go to Texas, that might be good. Oh, for him, yeah, 100%. It might yeah. be good for everybody in Philly. Almost, yeah. you know? But that's what I was kind of wondering, like, what is Matt and Shane and Lemare and their crew moving to Austin? What's that going to do to the Philly comedy scene? Like, you know what I mean? Is it going to do anything? I don't know. I could already tell the oh, comedy yeah. scene's already different a little bit over in Philly. No shit. Yeah. I mean, you could just kind of see, I mean, like, not in the sense of, like, who's at what open mics and whatnot, but I mean, like, that. I mean, I've seen, like, Raven... I mean, they kind of changed, like, who they had hosting for a little while. Oh, really? I mean, like, yeah, there was, like, some long-term host over there, and, like, those guys kind of, like, passed the torch, it seems like. Mm. And it's kind of cool. I mean, you see that because, like, you know, they're blowing up a little bit. So right, it's cool to yeah. see all those guys, you know, move along and then pass it down. Yeah, well, that's what it's supposed to be about. Of course, it's cool. Comedy, yeah, uh, passing the torch. It's, a nice, it's been a nice community lately. I mean, like, I've been having fun at all the hangs. Right, yeah. yeah. And that makes me want to go out more, so it's like, that's like, you know, yeah, that makes it fun. Yeah, sometimes I feel like, you know, you work a full-time job, and then after work, got to run home. There's no turnaround. Oh, dude, it beats you up, man. You know? I mean, like, it's so hard to hit five a night or five in a week, you know, in in that sense, because you're just like, oh, man, I had a long day. Yeah, but even hitting that one, I'm like, if I don't feel like going, I'm like, eh. Let me go see what everybody's up to. Yeah, right. Yeah, that, that's the there. best part. You know, you pop in. I'm like, you know, let me just go walk around a little bit there. Yeah. You know? Well, you got to show, like got to show up early because like get there at 6 30 and it's already 27 fucking people so it's like- I, I like to go to other comic shows now too just to check them out check them out yeah yeah, yeah see yeah, what yeah. they're doing yeah it's fun i seen jeremy jeremy do some shit a couple months ago and it was you know shit i've seen him work on a few times then i seen him in front of a regular crowd with no you know not 20, yeah everybody's like oh my god yeah and uh, he did great. You yeah. know, the jokes that he's been working on. I was like, ah, oh, see, that's cool. He watched a couple of his things. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, it's good. It's good, yeah. I was happy to see him on that show, too. I'm like, oh, good. Yeah. Give yeah. him a little booking. Yeah. Well, you know, it's all, it's, I guess it's us four hosts. That's that's fun. Yeah. 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 And then Ronan Mayak is the uh, host. Ronan, yeah, man. Ronan's good people. Yeah. Yeah, we have fun up at the open mic, so. Yeah, we have a good time. The open mic's a great time. You get, a, you get there early and you get to hang out because, like I said, there's already 20 people. I mean, I, I don't go to the open mics I don't have fun at, so. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's right. a big thing, you know. You can't go to the ones that are stale. Yeah, that's good that uh, people like it. I go with, uh, I don't know, I think it's Dan. I think Dan Sherman. He was the yeah, original yeah. host. Yeah, yeah. When Soul Soul first started. And I didn't know. I didn't it know was I, actually even way before that. It was... Uh, Dan Callahan was the host. Uh, maybe that's one thing. He was, of. yeah, he was cool people, and then uh, somebody else. Um, hmm. I feel bad. I, I don't want to take time to go look on no, yeah, on yeah. the internet. But his name was Dan. And he was a great host, and he was a cool dude. Yeah, uh, Sherman. Yeah, Sherman's good people. Yeah, he's at the, he was at the Phillies game tonight. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Well, uh, Ooh. he's yeah. up tuned up. 
Well, yeah, well, that's that's the dude. He, uh, I said, I have no idea what's going. On. I know I got to sign up on the list, but other than that, I don't know. And he was like, Yeah, we're a real, op- we're a real uh, friendly, open mic community, real supportive, and all that. And I was like, Ah, you need to be like that. You know, yeah, of course, how it has to be. Yeah, because then I hear like some of the other ones aren't as. I remember when I first like started, uh, I used to see comics, and I'd be like, Man, why is this guy being like such a dick to me? You know, every time he saw me, it's like I've introduced myself to this guy eight or nine times. I mean, but like, yeah, it's like that sometimes. I mean, you could take a little while to like, learn everybody's name, yeah. but like, this guy was just like going out of his way to kind of be a dick, you know. Uh, and, and then it was just like, damn, dude, that's a shame. But now yeah. it's like, you know, it turns around. Now I'm like pretty good friends with the guy now i I mean like it just took him a while to come around but it's like i've noticed that like looking back it's like oh i I look back at myself and i'm like hmm i kind of did that to maybe like one or two people where i was like ah i don't know about this comic and then i like now like i've come around i'm like you know what why do i even give a fuck you know it's like good for them i'm glad they stuck around it's kind of like the brashness of like you know like being i think it relates to being on so many sports teams okay you know and when you're just like, okay, I remember being a freshman on a sports team, and then you like work your way up, then you're a senior on a sports team, and then you're like, uh, who's this freshman coming gotcha, in, yeah. thinking they're doing what I'm doing? You know, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. let's see what they could do. And then you're watching them, and you're like, oh man, like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> I can think of Chris is like that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm never addicted <laughs> to people. No, nah, but it's just, it's just like, there's kidding. no point to it. And then you just realize, like, like that was just what it was. Like I remember, there was like maybe like even a month ago where I was just being a kind of a bitter comedian, and I didn't even catch myself being a bitter comedian. But then like one of the younger comedians said to me, "He's like, dude, you ever think about just having fun, dude?" And I was like, "All right, man, yeah, you're right." And then the next like six, seven mics were just fucking awesome mics, and I was like, "Oh shit, the whole scene, I'm having a way better time now." Yeah, I hundred percent think. Remembering that, back to where I wanted to be, it's just having fun and just. M- Murdering rooms and yeah. just trying to have a good time. Well, how'd you get to host at Soul Jules? Uh, well, you know, Joel pulled me in the back room and he was fucking like, "Yo, man, can you blow me for like no, <laughs> no, that's not how it happened." But uh, I think uh, Sherman kind of passed the torch to me a little bit. He, I, I think he was just like, "Yo, man, can you host it?" I mean, there there would be a time where Sherman hosted it a couple times in a row, and then he was just like, "Yo, man," he asked Joel if I could host it one time for him because he couldn't be there. Okay, and then like. I hosted a few times in a row, and then, like, Sherman kind of, like, quit. Uh, and then uh, Joel, like, reached out, and he's like, yeah, man, can you host this for the, for a little while? And I was like, yeah, yeah, no problem. Right. You know, I came in and hosted it for a little bit. We dealt with the mic issues. We dealt with, like, we dealt with a lot of things over there as they were building up. And now yeah. we've reached a point where it's just awesome again. Yeah. You know, because it, it used great. to be pretty awesome in the that dome, even. Yeah, we weren't at the. We didn't do it last when it was at the. The dome, dome was yeah. pretty. I mean, dude, I remember when it wasn't even a dome. It was just a platform. <laughs> okay, and down in Roarsford. Yeah. Oh no shit! It okay. was pretty wild time. You did the dome. You did open mics in Roarsford dome. Yeah. Nice, cool, yeah. man. Yeah, there, there was times over there where it would be cold as shit. <laughs> yeah. You're like fuck, it's cold. I got three jackets on, but I'll get on stage. I heard they got a lot of comedians. Son of like forty. They had to buy some heaters because it was so cold out there. Yeah. Um, thank God. I remember when they bought the heaters. It was like, oh, I remember the dome used to be only one sided. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. It was pretty insane. I don't remember. What do you mean one sided? It was like only a roof, and then it came down only on one side, kind of. Yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah, he put down. Yeah, it was it was back in Roarsford. Yeah, I remember. I was at the dome in Roarsford. He had like the drop downs. You know, it was like the blankets. Uh no. It was like the drop down sides from the tent. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. okay. If I, <laughs> it's like giant te- wedding tent rental things. I think yeah. it was like if the wind came, he would put them down on one side and sometimes leave the yeah. one side open. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if I was there or if I seen something online, but I do remember that. It was wild times. Yeah, it's crazy times. Is there there's sand on the new one, right? Yeah, I haven't been there in a minute, but yeah, I saw a tell there, I guess, but. Yeah, Todd was a great show. It's cool people, man. Like yeah. the fact that he was like sticking around at the end there, smoking a cigarette, talking to everybody, signing shit. Was he? Yeah. Yeah, cool shit. I got a personal yeah. sign by Todd. Yeah, shit. Yeah. Cool. That was good. Good night, yeah, man. Good yeah, show. Yeah, I was sick as a dog. Just like right now. Like I feel, I'm sick as hell. Like not sick, but like uh, I'm just like, like ah, fucked <laughs> up right now. And that's the same how it happened at Dave Tell. It's drinking, dude. Some people cannot. No, but drink I didn't even alcohol. Like, it was before this. I just like it was like, and I had a I had, like I didn't even go to work today. No, hold on, you're sick and you didn't say shit about it till now. Like I'm not sick. I'm just like I'm. I feel like shit. Yeah, that's called being sick. <laughs> but I'm not like. I've been dodging sick people for like the past three weeks I'm now. Not coughing. Everybody, or... I, 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 like somebody will be like, they'll text me two days later after I chilled, and like, yeah, man, I'm sick as fuck right now. I'm like, wow, yeah, like I got nice. a headache, and a neck. weak immune system, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you get a better, when you take some vitamin C, I, bitch. This isn't about me. I don't like to make things about me. No, if you know me, I don't like to make. Things about me. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> that would be sick. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's why you should check Ryan Rings out <laughs> for the comedy, not that just not just out. the resale. That's right. You can call me too. I'll, I'll put my phone number at the bottom here. <laughs> just <laughs> say, say whatever. Just call me a piece of shit. Whatever you want. Yeah, he's one. It's of them fine. Dudes. I'll take phone calls from strangers. I'll say I'm going to put your number up here. I'm going to put Chris's number up. I'll be like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, check Ryan Rins out. Check me out. Thanks for having me, boys. Absolutely. It's been a great man. time. Uh, give your socials out again real quick, and I'll put them on the screen and all that. We got Ryan Resell on Instagram, and then you got uh, Ryan Rins on TikTok. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. And then YouTube, Ryan Resell. Go go there. Got 708 subscribers. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice, we're, we're on the rise. Yeah, cool. I've man. hit a stale point because tough times have stopped, but, you know, then that's when you get in the DMs of this guy named Ms. Bahawk, and you ask for tough times to come back. And maybe come on, Ms. Bahawk, what are we doing? Maybe we'll get him back. That's right. I need him. All right. Check Ryan out, all his socials. Check Chris out. Follow The Crumb Show. Check me out on the Gram. Dirty November show. 17th. November 17th, The Dirty Show. Be there. Be there. Check Ryan out at all the local open mics, and we'll see you next week. Thanks a lot.